It's season six, everyone. I'm so excited for this season. I cannot tell you. We have eight brand new episodes for you. If you're a Patreon member, you're going to get all of those episodes today. You can binge them whenever you want. And for everybody else, we're going to drop them every single week on a Saturday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That will be 8 p.m. UK time. A huge thank you to our sponsor, Vicon, and also to BookVO PCAP and Motion Capture Orlando, who support the show. We hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the season. Oh, hello, Internet. This is Troy Baker, and I'm here with your lovely, very, very British host, Victoria Atkin. And this is the Performance Capture Podcast. So essentially, motion capture performers, like all the other performers, are here to tell stories. <laughs> and then they're like, you mean there, there are actors in video games? I thought it was animation. I kind of created my position. Like nobody said, oh, you know, here you go to school to become a performance capture producer. I pretty much created my own career. Jump in both feet, because this is the future of entertainment. This is where it's going to be. You know, the dots can tell if you're lying. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Performance Capture Podcast with me, Jasper William Cartwright. Victoria is still fighting the good fight over on the picket lines of LA, so it's just me today. Uh, I'm very, very, very excited about our next guest because I haven't been able to record a podcast with this person in quite some time. Uh, They are one of my favorite people, and uh, we... Uh, together started uh, a podcast which is honestly responsible for a lot of the good things in my life now um so please our wonderful beautiful next guest will you tell everyone what is your name and where did you grow up hi my name is leander natty lewis now but everybody calls me natty yeah <laughs> i grew up um <laughs> across south africa i grew up in port elizabeth mainly my gran raised me um for until i was about 11 and then um yeah and then my parents in bumalanga as well yeah that's where i grew up absolutely amazing yeah. uh for anyone who hasn't yet uh heard my other show through black halflings uh unati was uh the one of the og halflings along with myself and jeremy and it was, brings me a lot of joy to hear you saying uh saying <laughs> your name <laughs> yeah, it's been too long it's been too yeah. long um <laughs> Amazing. So welcome to the Performance Capture Podcast. I'm super stoked yeah. to get to talk to you. I think we've we spent uh, many, many an hour uh, geeking over getting to act in video games uh, when we were sort of first starting out getting to do that. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, what What's your job description? How do you describe it? <laughs> um, my job description is, oh, Lord, um, figuring out how to get a teeny tiny cap onto my dreadlocks. <laughs> Yeah. A teeny tiny mocap cap, always yep. having to come with a stocking and be like, I know you guys are going to want to try and put this thing on, but we're going to yeah. have to. We're going to have to. There's, there's a negotiation that needs to there's take a place. negotiation <laughs> that needs to happen here to get this mic <laughs> on my head and all these little dots. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Love it. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, re- really, um, it's just, uh, I'm an actor, it doesn't matter what the medium is. Um, mm-hmm. And I do mocap, uh, which is a lot of fun, a lot of being really, really silly and stretched in ways that you know aren't normally stretched yes absolutely yeah. uh so g- moving swiftly on to how would you best describe motion capture then having having now done it um how would i best describe motion capture um imagination olympics oh that's nice Sunati. very yeah. yeah okay yeah it's like nice. the olympics of imagination mm. because like there's no set there's no 
there's no other actor <laughs> sometimes not all the time mm-hmm. sometimes there are but like um especially if you're doing like some video game work it's usually just you um there's there's nothing um and you've got to imagine yourself in some pretty wild circumstances yeah um you know from literally like there is no limit on how wild they could be you could be anywhere you could be in the galaxy you could be in the more of a of a demon like it doesn't like there's yep. just so much um yep. So I would call it the Imagination Olympics. Um, And then once you sort of like get through that, just um, don't forget, you know how to move. (laughs) It's like, you know how to, you know how to be a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know how to stand. It's like that classic classic thing in rehearsals, (laughs) right? Where, you know, you, you, you say, okay, uh, great. You're just going to walk into the scene, pick up the glass, take a sip and then say your line. And like actors will just walk in sudden, like backwards try and pick the glass up with the back of their hand or with their teeth yeah. straight off the side. You know what I mean? Like just forget how to be like anything. A human being. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. You, you know how to stand, you know how to be. Um, it is amazing yeah. though. Right. I mean, uh, you know, and I'm, this is a, uh, might be a, f- a fun question for you as someone who is, you know, very in tune with their body and has worked physically a lot throughout their career. You know, I do think it is something that, you know, people, take for kind of take for granted a little bit which is like that level of presence on you know the level of focus like on you and every single little thing that you're doing is kind of it is a bit of a you know it's cognitive shift i think you have to make right where you have to go like okay how am i actually standing you know you become very aware when you can see on a screen in front of you a little like model or whatever of your character or power (laughs) age exactly you know, and you suddenly go, really? My hips? Am I, what? Uh, I do why that. am I, uh, how oh, are they, what? Is... So like, <laughs> how do you find that transition to kind of you knowing your body, but then being aware of what your body is doing, kind of like what the dots are saying that your body's doing? Because I think it's a very different thing, right? Between yeah. m- your own awareness and then this awareness on the screen. Yeah, I guess like depending on like the studio space that you're in, like if you've got like a base pose you need to keep returning to, there's like this like technical things that you need to be very aware of. So like mm-hmm. knowing that like if you gesture, step forward, you have to somehow naturally come and step back into your base pose. Like little yep. technical things that you, that you have to make, like hitting your mark on screen, right? Like yep. things that you have to make look natural. But I think for myself in terms of coming into my body, I think I have much like yourself, I've been privileged to be trained. For a Mm. period of three years, and then I have like a mind, body, spirit practice in my own just spiritual life and in my own recovery. So like I think like like you you just have to realize that all of you is communicating, and it's not just cognitive. Like it's not just your brain. Um, your whole body is a functioning, communicating, holistic thing. And the more you start to notice it in yourself, the more you notice it in others, and then the more you can play with it imaginatively. And then hopefully there's a movement director who's also watching you going, um, that was too much. Yeah. <laughs> Entirely <down. laughs> too much. Entirely too much. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. also I think, you know, one thing that people forget, 70% of human communication is body language, you know? Language. Yeah. The, you know, you can completely change the dynamic of a scene depending on how, you know, front-footed you are physically, how... Maybe yeah. relaxed you are how tense yeah. you are so how are, are your shoulders hunched are they open do you mm. have your hands on your hips yeah are they relaxed at your sides yeah yeah I, I wonder actually have you ever included sort of actively studying any 
kind of body language as a part of your you know or or is it do you, you know do you find because i think that personally like i have a more intuitive mm. uh uh approach to acting where i like mm. to be able to i like to feel it and see someone respond but obviously with yeah. motion gaps you don't always get that so sort of re- more recently i've started to do a bit more kind of like digging into you know like oh yeah. you know what are some of the nuances of body language have you ever kind of how do, how would you approach it do you think it's more holistic or have you ever gone down the kind of you know studying uh kind of route with any of this stuff yeah i mean like i i'm i'm always fascinated by sort of anything i collect books not always to read them but just to have them um but like i i have read uh, like quite extensively on body language just because it piqued my interest at a time it was Mm. even before i trained like i was just like oh this is interesting yeah like you know you go down that like psychology pipeline and then you know you start watching like people in like lie to me like tim roth doing his thing you're like oh maybe i will learn about micro expressions (laughs) you go down rabbit holes right and when you have adhd rabbit holes are your thing so like i think yeah i did that for some time and then i was very privileged to go to an amazing school that had like you know a jacques lecoq focus on movement mm. and communication mm. um the neutral mask work like Ugh. what is this blank canvas and then on top of that feldenkrais like understanding mm. where your skeleton sits and how your yep. body how your body is unique where is your unique neutral how do you communicate and then i also did um Perdicamp emotional method technique as an actor um uh, and that was one of the, like that was an amazing workshop like finding the emotions through the body things mm, like mm. um anger being located in your liver grief in your small intestine but then there's a mask for that there's a physical shape for that and then you know so all of the work has always been that I've always kind of done has been psychophysical so yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of it's it's a mixture of like yes. active interest and i just like reading stuff and watching mm. things about the topic plus then training and then and then letting your gut lead you because you can't yeah. you can't bring all of that into a room like no absolutely i think it's one of those things you know i always think of um you know the idea of like you do all this preparation and then you forget it as soon as you <laughs> walk in the room <laughs> yeah. but kind of on purpose right because you, you yeah, don't yeah. want to bring in all of that like oh i've got to you know be here or you know yeah. i've got to be thinking about any particular technique when you're in the scene or in the moment yeah, doing because then it you're not in the moment you're not exactly. in the moment. you're like yeah, you're exactly. commenting on it and like yeah. you can you can hear that you can hear hmm. that in in a voice be it voice acting whatever it is you can hear it like i watched puss in boots the other night um, oh the yeah last the witch, last wish. No, oh, yeah <gasps> so oh, good love it so much yeah but absolutely. like something that i found really interesting was um and i love her to bits florence Pugh's performance mm. and if you listen to it really carefully you can hear that she's focusing on the accent. Sure, yeah, yeah. And, like, there are moments where, like, there's no... Like, you're like, but, babe, you're a great actor. Like, what's Mm, happening? I was like, mm. something was happening in that room. Was it under-directed? Like, because she just... She doesn't... Yeah, there's a disconnect where, like, you still have to use that part of you as an instrument. And that's no fault of hers. It's... If you haven't done it a lot, it's, like, it's a new thing you need to learn. But I was just like, director, what were you doing in your booth? (laughs) <laughs> well, you're not helping this person because, like, yeah. this is an emotive moment, and she said it mm. like she said the other lines. And yeah, that doesn't yeah. Because yeah. it, 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 there is, there really is a uh, no, no a, shade to Florence Pugh. I love her. No, no, no absolutely not. I, I just, love them. I, yes, them. Yeah. Um, but I think you know there, there's there's absolutely there's absolutely no shade because I think it's an incredibly difficult skill and actually you know I'm in the process of recording uh, a a lead for a children's animated TV series and yeah. I can't tell you 
I'll be, you know, we'll be literally in this booth right behind me here, and I'll be, you know, absolutely going for it. And my director's like, I look, sorry, like Jasper, I'm going to need more energy from you. And I'm like, what like how, how what what is more? what do you mean <laughs> but then it's but then because we we fit stuff like we've got a lot yeah. of the animation is already locked in and we'll be yeah, fitting yeah. it as we go and as soon as we watch back the you know watch back the clip with you know my voice in you know yeah overlaid i know exactly what he's talking about because there really yeah. is something about uh whether it was voice acting or motion capture and i was actually yeah. saying this earlier you have to push through this layer you know yeah. because and if you don't push hard enough you just won't get there yeah um because it, it's uh it, it's such a difficult task and it requires so much more not it's not just make, making it bigger but it requires yeah. so much more kind of uh direction and focus into like one specific element of your acting yeah. you know uh to 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 make sure that it it, it all lands yeah. i'd love to just really quickly uh double back on some of the neutral mask stuff that you were talking about because yeah. obviously we were both lucky enough to have trained uh at, at the same place as victoria actually uh, oh, the royal central school of speech and drama we're all uh, all alumni um yeah because i think the neutral mask is such a fascinating thing for yeah. a performance capture actor yeah. and i would really and i generally would say mask work i think in general yeah. is a really really useful tool yeah um the idea of i think it really puts you in tune with your body it makes you so aware of your body because you realize that you don't have this crutch that is your big facial expressions or whatever it is voice and also what you begin to realize is how much you're communicating Mm. because like you could you could put someone in a neutral mask and they can just stand there Mm. and like someone's like no that's not neutral no that's not and you're like no but yeah. no it's not neutral because you're just looking at strip it away strip it away yeah because yep. there's still so much that's communicating like a slight twitch in the wrist or mm-hmm. um an angle that you're angling your hip at or mm-hmm. I, mean, I remember the exercise is, is you sort of you walk up you look at the horizon and then you wave and you have to do that in yes. neutral. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. There's a there's a full neutral wave at the end of Barbie, by the way. I don't know if you've oh, wow. uh, seen Barbie seen yet. Yeah. I haven't no, seen but it. There's like there's literally a scene tomorrow. right at the end where everyone is doing the like the neutral wave. It's absolutely incredible. I literally was amazing. dying. <laughs> amazing, amazing. I mean, like, I think that like, yeah, that's you you have to you have to you have to see it to do it. You have to be looking for it in your day-to-day life. And like that neutral mm. mask work, just like it unlocks a perspective. That's yes, it. Yeah. absolutely. That you may not have had. Mm, absolutely. I love that. And um, so if which whichever ones you can talk about, because I'm mm. aware that you, like me, have been very, very busy on uh, doing lots of different projects. Um, you know, what projects like have you been working on and what's that been like for you? Because I know that one particular project that I know you can talk about now, yes. uh, you were voicing and performing for so many characters, which uh, I'm doing something very similar at the moment. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about that one, maybe, and, and anything else you want to throw in. Yeah, so I've been working on Baldur's Gate 3 for about, since like 2018, maybe mm-hmm. 2019. Like it's been mm-hmm. going on for young. So every time they're like, oh, this game needs to be finished in a few months. It's a lie. Yeah. There's yeah. more. And then there's more. Yeah. And then there's more. And you're like, am I still being called in for this gig? I don't understand. I literally, um, I literally got a, uh, I literally got a rap gift thing from a video game that I was working on. And then like a month later, they were like, cool, can you come back for another yeah, session? And I was like, guys, like, what are we doing? It's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think like what it, 
Um, it's a lot of fun, ultimately. Um, and the misconception is that like, oh, this might be an easier job. It's not. No. It's, it's <laughs> so much harder. I leave sweating. I feel like I've done yeah. a full workout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, be that like for an hour block, four hour blocks. My God. Yeah. Are, like we were literally talking rough. to uh, talking to Devora Wilde, who plays Lazelle in yeah. uh, Baldur's Gate Three, and yeah. uh, she, she said exactly the same thing. She was like, before coming into this job, she was like, four hour session, easy. And she See? walked out like, oh, no, <laughs> it's yeah, for, they are brutal, absolutely They're brutal, brutal, like absolutely grueling. I had to like start planning and like I have to have snacks and like time mm-hmm. my breaks, otherwise, just like and also like is the room air conditioned well enough? You can't breathe. <laughs> yeah yeah honestly and, you're in these you big know, in these tight suits it's yeah. you know what i mean they're not designed for to be nice and breathable easy breezy it's not cool, cool. Breathable. And, you, <laughs> no. yeah. and you can't have an aircon running in the room because there's a microphone all over you yep, so like you yep, just have yep. to it's a it's a grueling process but also it was a lot of fun i played a lot of different characters i'm still unclear on which characters i'm allowed to talk about because i can't <laughs> i can't break stories in different acts yeah, of course. Well, this is the crazy thing about Baldur's Gate is that there is like an infinite amount of, of of possible endings and of of yeah. storylines. It's just like I don't. It, it's what I I didn't like I because I was lucky enough to go to the to the uh, an, an event in in Ghent uh, to yeah. meet the dev team and everything. Yeah, and I don't even think they understand the scope of what they've made. You no, know, it's no. it's that but it's that big. But yeah. what was it like having to because I think we've had we've spoken to a lot of people about kind of playing in, you know, like big leading roles where you're kind Ooh. of doing, you know, stuff. But I'm so fascinated by um, you know, I'm very much at the beginning of this of this journey that you're that yeah. you've been on uh, with a, yeah. with a game which in which uh, so far I'm up to six characters, yeah, and they might add more. So, okay. you know, how do you how do you uh, find tackling you know all of these different characters, different personalities, and how do you make them feel really kind of distinct from one another? Because I guess when you're working on the same game with the same people, it might be yeah. easy to you know slip into like oh yeah I'll do a bit yeah. of this, I'll just tweak this... a little bit that yeah. way, but, you know. I think it's about, like, I think it's a combination of teamwork because, like, on this we had lovely directors, um, lovely movement directors, voice directors, movement director, and then you in the booth, and then obviously, like, the sound recording team. Mm. Um, So, like, there was a lot of support, so you felt really held. Um, And I think it's, like, for me, I need, like, the attitude or the key word of this person. Mm. Like, it's it's not enough to tell me that they're a general. What are they like? Are they, sure. are they, are they good? Are they neutral yeah. good? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it was really nice, actually, to have the language of D&D right. in the Something space. You because, know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It became a shared language to, like, understand what kind of person this was like, um, what kind of quality they needed. Did, do, do they sound like they're always barking everything they say, even if it's nice? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like what yeah. kind of what kind of edge do they need? Um, I also my my most complicated bit was trying trying to play different goblins because <laughs> for some reason goblins are cockney, and I don't know why they just like they right. cockney in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like every time someone's like, do a goblin, they're like, do a, a cockney goblin. I managed to sneak in one goblin who isn't cockney. Um, but like differentiating that tonal difference as well like across mm. accent and then some of the time some of the characters were just so wildly different from like yeah. a megalomaniacal like leader i don't think i can speak about her to <laughs> to like to like a small boy 
Like mm. you, you just, it's so, they're so wildly different that sometimes you just have to go for it and like, yeah. don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. And the team will kind of help you tweak that. I did though. The one thing that I can talk about, cause that was released in pre-release is mm. I am in fact now a black half link. <laughs> yes. Woohoo! <laughs> black half link and one of the storylines. Heck and yeah. It's me. I'm going to immediately hang up this conversation and go and play Ballers Gate 3 until I find Zunati as a black halfling and screenshot the heck out of it. Um, yeah, it's so good. I think yeah. genuinely, though, bringing up uh, a D&D, because this is something that I've been kind of sort of wanting to talk about on this show as well. Mm. Um, and no but, like better person to talk about it than with you, which is that like I've genuinely found D&D and sort of playing regular ttrpgs has made me not only a better sort of like improviser and all of those sort of things but like a better actor in terms of understanding playing these slightly larger than you know larger characters and also like like you know the differentiating between different characters like because as a dungeon master or whatever you're constantly flipping between the two and having that kind of imaginative flexibility i feel like is something that i've not necessarily struggled with as an actor but maybe it's not something that i felt like i could just jump in and be like yeah cool like let's go yeah quite often i'll be in the in a in a recording and they'll come across a couple lines that they haven't done and yeah. I'll sort of be like, can you like do just like a Scottish accent or something? And I'm just yeah. like, okay, cool. All right. But that's quite common. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is, yeah. that's quite it common if you're often. there. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just intrigued as to if there's any of the kind of like role play and, uh, you know, things that you've done with, with Dungeons and Dragons, TTRPGs, mm. you know, uh, uh, that kind of level of uh, performative play. Uh, has had an impact on your uh absolutely the amount of times you're flying on by the seat of your pants as a Mm. dm in a dnd game yeah absolutely just gives you the confidence to just kind of go for it like roll yeah because ultimately we're all on a tight schedule the job has to Mm. get done we've all been booked like um you know like at, at least the the element of stage fright isn't really there because it isn't like this huge audience in front of you mm. but mm. like i think again this is why i say imagination olympics just just go for it just, just yeah yeah go for something give it a quality and the and then they'll decide whether it's right or wrong or tweak or whatever the case may be like there's just so many other bits that you don't need to be worried about you just have to play and have yes. and like and and have a really good time playing, and then whatever energy you think you're bringing, double it. Yeah, <laughs> always, always double it. Yeah. Double it, double, double it. it. Make yeah. sure you have coffee. I like triple caffeine on a day I'm going in to do mocap. Like, just yeah. Like, make sure yeah. you're ready, you're rested. Yeah. And... I actually, this is funny. This is a slightly funny story. A little bit of a yeah. tangent here. I actually had the uh, opposite of like like this. So I was booked in for a four hour mocap session. Um, went in and they were like, "Hey, um, like just a heads up, like half of the scenes weren't ready." I was like, "So I was, I like, I think I even took, I, I had like a, like a 
a sugar-free Red Bull. I'd been having coffee all morning. I'd eaten yeah. all of my snacks. I was feeling ready. I'd done a big extensive warm-up, whatever. Yeah. They were like, I'm really sorry. Half the scenes aren't uh, thingy. Obviously, you'll still get like paid for the time, so that's fine. But basically, all we're going to need you to do... So I went through the full like mocap, the dance, you know, yeah. facial expressions, expressions all the, and, uh, whatever. A-pose, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, A-pose. Whatever. And all I had to do was look around a pillar. That was the only <laughs> thing I had to do that day was literally look around a pillar and frown a little bit. That was all I had to do. And I literally all, all I remember all I could think was just, I was, I felt juiced out of my mind. I was so like high on caffeine because I was ready for this like big, you know, oh, yeah. hardworking day. And yeah. I literally had to just lean around a pillar and kind of go, hmm. Mm. No, like, great, Jasper, that's it. You're done. Yeah, that's it. You're done. <laughs> and I literally day. got into like, I, it took me infinitely longer to get in and out of the suit than it did to yeah. any of the work that day. Exactly. It was, no, oh, it's wild. It was like, very funny. you never know what you're going to expect. And some of the time, depending on the game, you don't even, and how secretive they're being, you don't even get the lines until you walk into that. Room. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I've, I don't think I've, if for a video game, I don't think I've ever been sent scripts ahead of time. Ever. I think I've only gotten scripts once, and that's when I did League of Legends. That's when I did Alawi. Like that was uh, one time yeah, when they were sending me scripts, like the yeah. night before. But like that but is still. the only time, but, like the yeah. night before, and it was like a hundred. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of the time, like... the only time I've seen these lines are when they're scrolling down on a spreadsheet yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I, you know, I have no idea what's coming next. I'm like, oh, they've done that. Yeah. Okay, right. Wolf. Okay. And yeah, and just to like jump back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier, mm. you've got to have, you've got to just roll with the punches with this because there's no like, there's no scene for you to break down. Yeah. You can't come yeah. here and do your text analysis, son of Zlaski work. There's no mm. time. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. There is no just, time. There's no the lines are just coming. You've just got to come with a like uh, a willingness to play and like yeah, well, have I... a good time in the booth. I th- honestly think that's you know going back to uh, going back to Dungeons and Dragons. It's it's made oh. me so much better at that, at being yeah. able to just play, get there, not feel overwhelmed or or, yeah. or terrified. You know, just get there, have fun, play, make a big bold choice, and then let them, you know, guide me. You know, if if I if what I'm doing isn't working, that's absolutely yeah. fine. You know, yeah. we can we can tweak, we can pull back, we yeah. can go in a different direction, but at least I'm here and I'm ready to offer you something because yeah. a lot of the time your instincts will be right and then you've just saved that director like probably like 20 minutes of Loads like of backwards and forwards and, yeah. you know, tweaking and do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, they, and they will love you for that like anything yeah. if you can come in and, and save them time give them time back in their day yeah. um then like you know you're going to get a reputation uh fast for for being you know someone who's really really yeah. good to work with yeah and so, like it's i think it's just um other, like another game that i did this wasn't mocap though but i did immortals mm. of avium and, and i played they were like you're a, a, a non-binary time uh, sage yeah uh, conscious yeah of course mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give it a voice like, yeah yeah um, okay okay okay, mm. uh, okay. Um, you don't really have any feelings not really sentient but you just have this if okay cool cool okay awesome. yeah let's go for just it. a float of a voice okay i'm okay, a let me... voice right yeah okay <laughs> i actually had to do an audition once i didn't book the gig for a floating orb one time and that was really yeah i think i've had yeah i've had similarly kind of just like completely non-specific uh auditions through that's uh but again goes back you've got to play imagination olympics i think it's a a great way to put it um okay so when did you uh first discover performance capture and um what was your first project remember like the first time you donned the suit 
Uh, so this is really easy. Um, I mean, I you know we, we sort of all kind of knew of performance capture from things like like in films, so like when yeah, it was sort yeah, of like yeah, happening. Mm. Um, but and I was like, oh, that sounds really really cool, and that sounded really cool in gaming. But again, yeah, like uh, Baldur's Gate, trial by fire. Yep, <laughs> it was the yep. first time we were like coming. Mm-hmm. And for me, like, it was also, like, a really interesting experience because, like, through that period, like, I've been through so many changes, like, gender identity changes, like, my mm, body's changed, mm. I put on weight, and at no point was I not able to do my job because of anything. Yes. And that's what I love about mocap is that, like, it's completely non-discriminatory. Like, yeah. you can literally be anything, be anyone in the booth. It doesn't... All that matters like, is that you're a good actor and you're good at your job. Yeah, that's the only exactly. thing that's that matters. That's the only yeah. thing. So, like, I really enjoy the art form and like thoroughly always want to do more whenever a mocap mm. gig comes up i'm like yes please now i think I that's it. i think that's such an important point because as people of color and you know uh as uh you know i think and like however you kind of choose to uh kind of identify or however you choose to express yourself having a place where you legitimately as an actor legitimately can be and do anything where yeah. like none of the world is closed off to you yeah. um i think is you know within kind of like respectful means obviously yeah, yes, you know but yeah. um but like i ju- i do honestly think that's probably my favorite thing about it as well because you know growing up you constantly have that slightly and i'm sure there'll be people listening to this right now who have had Mm. the same thing where they kind of maybe get told like oh you're kind of like a this or you look like a that or maybe you're you know you're like you're like a like a good friend but you're not a lead character you know all these little what's your unique selling point yeah do you know i mean like tired of hearing that and and also and which is nothing to do with your ability as an actor you know what i mean if if you're if my unique selling point was like oh you're um i don't know like you're really good at playing like a broody character so therefore you should play these kinds of characters that's fine i would i wouldn't yeah. mind that being like but it's never that it's all about it's all a bit about how you look or about your yeah. you know something like that and i think that it is uh so refreshing so unbelievably refreshing to feel like as an actor you can just don the suit and you can be whoever you are required to be you know you just the main thing is you have to employ your acting ability and i think the accessibility standpoint is so so good and actually why i genuinely think some of the best actors in the world are working on mocap right now because a lot of the times it's those people who hollywood was like well you know you're like handsome but you're not like weird handsome or you're not this handsome you know what I mean but like like mocap and video games everyone's just like oh we're gonna find all the best actors out here you know what I mean we're gonna take all of these best actors first you know that's gonna be the priority and it it just it just opens up a whole new like like you say like a whole new world and Mm. and like and it's a place where I kind of find that I get to sharpen my skills because yeah. then I'm actually really just focusing on my skills because mm. there are things that I get cast for in like, you know, motion picture medium. And I'm like, yeah, I can play that. I can play it with my yeah. eyes closed. Why, yeah, why, yeah, why yeah, am I yeah, even yeah, here? Why'd you bother yeah, saying yeah, yeah, script? Yeah. I know this. I'd say this. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but then when you're when you're inside like the the studio, you are really challenged. Um, I remember mm. like once they on Baldur's Gate they threw me a script at the end of the day, a whole monologue, like a whole rant, mm. like tirade. They're like, um, mm. and like the Americans got in the line, like, um, can you do this? We just need somebody who could like maybe pull this off. I was like, <laughs> let's go. Okay. Let's go. And I had just done a three-hour session, which was gone fine, and I was like, "You're gonna have to get me a chair. I'm knackered. 
Um, yeah. And because yeah. this is going to be a beast. And it took about five takes, but like they played it back to me and you just saw, I sounded completely wild. I just like, just knocked <laughs> myself. I was tired. I was like, I need honey tea. And that strained mm-hmm. my voice. Like, yeah. Um, yep. but, but you get to do things where like, if I went up for that casting, I'm not elvish looking enough or tall yeah. and leaf looking enough or yeah. severe looking enough. I have a fucking yeah. baby face, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would never book that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, and that, that honestly is, is just like such a wonderful equalizer and just so amazing because, you know, I, I mean this not because you're a friend of mine, but I genuinely think you're a, an unbelievable actor. I mean, like seeing you, your you work too. is an absolute pre- privilege and, you know, we got to, uh, uh, share some time at drama school together and yeah. do you know what I mean? So I, I, uh, yeah, I, I only, only amazing things to say about Anati and, um, yes, that, you know, check you out in uh in in wednesday on netflix that was cool seeing yeah i think i'm doing a movie and i was a very small part in the movie um how to date billy walsh that's coming out soon but that should be fun um still waiting for a couple of other things to come up i'm like hey i'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm. Uh, it's like doing bits, but can't talk about any of the bits yet. Like, would be really cool if I could because some of them are, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. okay, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the eternal struggle of, uh, especially with the video games as well, because it's like, oh, no, 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 this will be out in four years. <laughs> You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Also, <laughs> I, I want to get play me more it. work in the meantime if you <laughs> exactly. wouldn't mind just telling people I'm in this. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think, like, I yeah. think, I think when we talk, when you talk about mocap, like, I think it's also important to really just talk about all the other people on the team, like Absolutely. everything that goes into it, from the people who are, who bring you your coffee in the morning to people like who make sure that your voice is okay, to the sound designers, movement directors, directors, like everybody is just mm. some of the nicest people I've ever like oh, done a 100%. day's work with or a few yeah. days' work with. Like, I'm just the vibes. They, I'm yeah. never experiencing any stress or discomfort like i've been on some sets when you're like this is tense um the first ad yep. is sweating and screaming at everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean it definitely helps when you're the first it helps. <laughs> yeah 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 it definitely helps with mocap when you're like you just you know it's just like a 10 10 start you know what i mean yeah. everyone's just had a good morning got I mean, coffee yeah. do you know what i mean nice. no 3 a.m.s here no 3 a.m.s no 3 a.m.s no we don't the only do that thing i will i will say is like um where where Baldur's gate 3 is recorded is like on the other side of croydon and guys you need to get a sent off hey I listen know listen croydon is cheap listen but you are very listen. far away I'm I'm outside of Manchester, okay? So okay, cool, fine, hush fair enough, fair enough. I will I will shut my mouth. I will shut my mouth. It's okay. I'll just catch my train. Uh, love <sighs> it. Okay, yeah. so um, lo- we always enjoy asking this one, which is just Ooh. a: Can you recall any uh, fun, uh, funny, silly, uh, exciting, thrilling standout moments from the volume? Just anything that you maybe where you fell in love with it, anything that you uh, uh, just thought was particularly funny, anything like that would love to, uh, love to hear. Um, I think, I think my favorite thing is, was playing a, like a band of three stooge goblins mm. and, and like just finding goblin bodies um, and just doing mm. five minutes with the movement director going, right now squat, stick your ass up, arms up, yep. ah! <laughs> You're like, I'm at work right now, <laughs> and I'm doing all 
of this, like, and then yep. seeing yourself as a little goblin is really, really cool. It's definitely one of those moments yeah. where you have to go, you have to turn around and go, this is work. This, this is work, work, everyone. Yeah, this is this work. Is, this is work. <laughs> um, and that always feels really, really good to me, just to be like surprised by surprised by your own capability and and mm. silliness, because you really are just being a child, and it's fun. Yes, yeah, that's right. And, and uh, yeah, that sense of play is absolutely unbelievably important. Um, so, just as we wrap up this one, um, would uh, what advice would you give to someone? Uh, it can be someone who maybe is about to step on the volume for the first time. It might be Ooh. someone who wants. To to get into this business um you know and it can be from an acting point of view from a personal you know a personal point of view a writing point of view anything you you know you think that you want to lend some uh, advice what's one piece that you would give to someone i think like don't worry about like yes you're you're an actor but like i feel like sometimes when you're thinking about acting like that label is so big <laughs> and mm. so like steeped mm. in like stress and like will I make it? What is my USP? Like, don't like, I think if you're wanting to get into mocap, there are usually some really great workshops being run in your city or like maybe a neighboring city mm-hmm. um, by members of the mocap community. Yeah. Who will have All the performance capture with the pros run by Victoria Akin of this podcast. It's a yes, great, yes. it's a great uh, online service that you can use and get yes. lessons by up to date mocap performers who are amazing. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like taking those tools um into consideration. Also, I would like check out credits on video games that you love. Mm. And like look who the studios were and I and like I know a lot of the time they're not they're not upset when they obviously don't flood them. Um but like they're not upset when they receive like interest absolutely, from yeah. people. Oh, absolutely like not. I think I think um, really just sort of take the leap. I would say try and involve yourself in community as much as possible and then take the leap. Um, and also if you're an actor who's like, you know, about to get a voice represent, uh, representative or something like that, make sure you're asking them if they do mocap and yeah. make sure you're asking them whether that's going to go through them or through your acting agent, because sometimes mm, people different agencies cross... are different. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're, if you're, if you're like young up and coming or you've just left drama school or you're just like, you know, you've just done a, like a show or something and, um, you're like in the process of being signed make sure that that's one of the questions that you're asking because it's it's a, it would be a shame to like sign with somebody and then discover that you'll never see mocap because they didn't yeah, do it absolutely um that's yeah. a great piece of advice and yeah. uh something yeah. that like you said definitely varies from from agent to agent um yeah. that's really really uh useful and yeah and i love what you said you know acting is a very uh, big and broad and slightly scary term and a lot of the time it's it's about um just finding what brings you the joy i think ultimately that's the reason you get into acting i don't think yeah. anyone gets into acting well if you get into acting purely on the basis like if you don't enjoy it and you're just doing it because you want to be famous like i mean you know that that's an issue so you know that's yeah. it's just not gonna work so yeah um, also, like it's you're gonna depress yourself because yeah, like you want a absolutely. career like there's a difference between wanting to be a flash in a pan which happens mm. but it's a flash in a pan yeah um, versus a and, career or wanting to actually do this for the rest of your life and just meet mm. some really great people along the way yeah absolutely couldn't yeah. agree more and yeah you know find out i think also like have a google find out what uh you know game studios are in your local area like a lot of the people we've spoken to on this very show have said they got their break because they told you know they emailed a game studio and said hey just so you know i live like five minutes down the road if you ever need someone at last minute or whatever and it's like a lot of game studios would be like oh there's like a 
pretty decent actor who lives two two minutes away. Okay, yeah, come okay. jump in the Great. come <laughs> jump in the suit. We'll you know we'll play around or we'll you know we need something now or we've had someone drop out or whatever. So yeah, um, like you know, I said, I think it's it's uh, very very useful to um, kind of reach out and and uh, especially in those initial stages. Um, yeah. But I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I'm uh, I can only now apologize to everyone listening. You will have the same obsession with Inati. I should imagine that uh, everyone who I know who's listened to Inati has now. Uh, Inati hasn't <laughs> done an episode of Three Black Halflings for oh, some time and is still, I think, the favorite halfling. Uh, you know, it's fine. No no, uh, no worries there. We don't, uh, you know, that's good. That's good. Obviously, okay. we understand. Uh, you might also be the second favorite as well, but that's what we're sort of slightly bringing into problem. Um, oh, but... no. <laughs> no, no, I joke. Uh, but uh, thank you so much, Anati, for giving up your time. Thank you for being here. Uh, for all of you listening, don't forget to check out uh, the Performance Capture Podcast's Patreon, where you get exclusive behind-the-scenes uh, footage, plus also uh, early access to stuff and a discount on Victoria's eCourse if you want to check that out. Uh, it's a fantastic resource. Um, but uh, until next week, I guess, probably, assuming we have one next week, or this might be the end of the season. Who knows? Uh, we haven't decided the order yet. Um, we uh, will chat to you very soon. Bye-bye. Awesome. Bye. This podcast is sponsored by Vicon, the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products and services for the life science, entertainment, and engineering industries. Shogun, Vicon's visual effects software, developed specifically for the needs of the VFX community, captures performances effortlessly in real time and delivers robust, accurate, reliable data. The latest release of Shogun adds support for Valkyrie, Vicon's newest and most powerful range of optical cameras yet. Find out more at www.vicon.com. The Performance Capture Podcast also gets its support from Motion Capture Orlando now offering remote access to direct your shoot from anywhere in the world. To learn more about their 38-camera Vicon stage, go to motioncaptureorlando.com. Whether you're a past, present, or entirely new student to book VOPCAP, during the strike, Victoria is offering a huge 50% off all private coaching sessions with her. Email bookvopcap at gmail.com to schedule your one-to-one session. Plus, her PCAP with the Pro Zoom class has now sold out of participant slots, but you can still audit the six-week course. Book now at bookvopcap.com. As a past student, I cannot recommend this highly enough.